everybody. Uh, welcome again uh, back to Casual Nonsense. My name is Mark. I am your host. Uh, while you're in front of your computer or phone or wherever you are, uh, feel free to hit like, share, follow. As always, I appreciate any support you can provide. Um, uh, so today I have uh, someone I want to introduce to the podcast. I have Mr. Sean Allen with us today. Sean, how's it going, man? Not bad, Mr. Gosh, that, that makes me feel uh, <laughs> makes me feel old, but I am old. So just for for all the listeners, respectful is respectful. Yeah, yeah right? I like it. I like it. So I get a few words I would describe you as. Uh, so you and I used to work together. Um, you know, not in the same group, but in the same uh, company. Anyway, um, you know, I've always looked at you as a as a coach. You know, you coached a big team. You yeah. were, you know, um, you know, a mentor. You know, in the same vein as that. Yeah. Uh, definitely as a leader. You know, there was some conversations I recall having with you just kind of learning even in my young time being there to listen to that yeah. um and now the new new thing we're adding is uh, entrepreneur this is your new your new avenue heck yeah um i remember those times you know real fondly and uh you know you know i say this uh half jokingly but really uh there were many times you bailed me out so you know, you're, you're one <laughs> cool. of the you're one of the staff there that uh, makes us all look smarter and uh, we come to you uh probably in the opposite state so nice you know, well, hey i can't get this thing working we well, got to press the power button yeah <laughs> right that sort of thing so we appreciate all that but yeah fond memories and uh good to be back connected and uh you nailed it i i, I really enjoy coaching mentorship i do a lot of it uh still to this day and I, I, you know don't really charge for it either so it's fun to me cool um no that's awesome i'm glad that uh you feel that way because i feel like i'm able to help those people out like even still today and to me it's just it's it's part of my job so it's nice to be appreciated mm-hmm. uh you know kind of off you. the record you, keep, you know? kept the kept the show going many many times nice. Um, you know, so I don't know if, uh, we probably never sent you a gift basket or, or anything that you like. No, not, not me. This, you know, this is my gift. Now yeah. you're helping me out. Ah, I got it. Here you we are. It. You know, consider us even. You got it. You uh, got so, it. uh, let's say you went to the university of central Florida. And- yeah. Yeah. That's a, so I left, I, I grew up in a really cold snowy area of New York. Um, and I, I tell people I was raised in New York. They think like, you know, New York city and the big city lights. What, like, do you consider yourself a New Yorker? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been in the I've been in the South since 1999, so I've now spent more time in the South than I did there. So the attitude has dispersed uh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but but I think there's a lot of inherent things there that you know I got. I, I really you had to have a quick mind. Like you know, mm. if you're, I, I wasn't in sales up there, but basically, like you have you have five minutes to uh, you know do things down here in the South. You got five seconds up there. Uh, New and, York and, minute, right? Yeah, that's the that's yeah. the term. So you got you got built to do things like really quick on the fly. Um, you know, quick minded. Down here, they'll invite you in for sweet tea. It's just as good, but um, you know, <laughs> you got to get through the the sort of casual nuances of the conversation before you get to the meat and potatoes. So. Well, so I'm from the Boston area, so I can definitely relate to mm-hmm. the New York hustle and bustle. Yeah, you know, same thing. Same thing in Massachusetts, right? Like, everyone's in a rush, but where the heck are they going? Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah, really. They just want to get there fast, whatever it is. That's right. That's you know? right. And then you go up there, it's an adjustment once you've been in the South for a while. So so anyway, I, I, I got tired of the snow right off the bat. And the, the funny story is we were touring SUNY schools up there. You know, my, we get home, my mom throws all the pamphlets on the table. And she says, you know, we saw all these nice schools, you know, Brockport, Plattsburgh. I got windburn for a week on these tours, right? So, uh, you know, I get there and she says, so where do you want to go? And I said, uh, I think I'm going to go to Florida. And she goes, the Gators? And I said, no, the state of Florida. 
and and you know she said hey i was going to give you a stipend each month you know i'm not going to give you that if you want to go on your own that's 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 oh, cool she, so she'd give you money if you stayed in like local like like an allowance you know what i mean yeah. like you go off to college i'll give you 100 or 200 a month or whatever it was you yeah. know so i ended up uh um you know taking a car that barely made it to florida uh you know a few thousand bucks in my pocket and uh surfed for a year while i got my in-state residency rate and um you know enrolled in ucf the year after i went down so you know, I had a I had a wicked tan, and I was I was surfing, and then enrolled in, and was sending pictures back to my buddies in New York as I was typing term papers on the pool deck. So, you know, I've always wanted to carve out my own thing. You know. Yeah, you definitely did. What I found is, uh, you know, we talked about being from, you know, north of the Mason Dixon line, if mm-hmm. you will, right? So we moved down here in '06 uh, to the Raleigh area, and you know, for a while. You know, we were the only ones down here. We it was a job opportunity at the time that they transferred me here, and you know, my wife was never a fan of the snow, so we were out of there. So the decision was easy for us. But you know, what I realized is that you, I talked to people, and they said, "Oh no, I like the winters. I like the snow." And everyone that says that has never spent a like a winter away from the blizzards and the the nor'easters yeah. and, and all that garbage. The you know the wintry mix that comes down on a Tuesday night or something. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. So I'm, I love it here. So when you first moved to Florida, that's got to be awesome because you got away from that. Yeah. And like I said, you're, you're surfing, you're, you know, you're probably wearing shorts on Christmas, yep. you know? So yeah, I got rid of the winter coat and all that on the way down. It was, I, I got to tell you, it was a real change of pace, but you know, I had shoveled the snow. I, I, I snow skied, you know, I was, I remained really active in, in, in winter sports up there and, you know, got used to it, but, uh, you know, it's just too cold. And, uh, once I hit the beaches, um, you know, I, I vowed I'd never go back. That's so, a wrap. Yeah. So I came, I came halfway back. They call us halfbacks, right? So I'm in the mid Atlantic and spend a lot of time in the Carolinas now. Um, you know, I'm outside of Raleigh, but I also have a place on, um, North Myrtle beach. So I like to be near the coast. Um, you know, I'm golfing, I'm doing things that are, that are outside and, you know, for nine, 10 months. And then I just, you know, complain in January and February. So, and here we are in March. It's still cold here, right? We don't want to say that too loud to the folks up north. Well, it's chilly. But... It's it's super yeah. sunny, but yeah. yeah, it's a little. Yeah, this is probably the the last cold spell we'll have right around yeah. now. Yeah, you know, it yeah. Means... If I came up here, you know, I mentioned you know going to Florida. Once I got my degree, there wasn't a lot of jobs down there in, in what I wanted to do. I wanted to be either you know a pharmaceutical rep or a software selling rep, right? So. You know, you're not going to really do that in the, the the space coast or you know the central Florida coast, right? So 06, same year, I came to Raleigh, okay. and um, you know it was a little bit tougher road than I thought it would be, but I got into sales with a psychology degree, and that was probably the best move I could make because there's a lot of psychology in sales, right? And so getting up here in 06, um, you know, sold the house in Florida, came up here, and uh, got almost immediately into tech and software. And um, it wasn't um, like I had dreamed it up to be uh, in terms of how the day-to-day of it. You know, a lot of it was um, in office. I thought I'd be pharmaceutical in the field and, you know, golfing and all that stuff. But yeah. So you come, out of, you come out of Florida and you have a psychology degree. Yeah. And you know, you, I, instantly you're thinking, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a psychiatrist or whatever, yeah. whatever fields go in there. Uh, so what brought you to sales? Was that more money driven? Would you that's say actually, that's actually a funny story? I mean, uh, I was still debating whether I would, you know, when you have a, a bachelor's in psychology, you're, you're really looking at two options. You're looking at doing research where you like clicking a button all day and, you know, seeing what something does and, you know, stimulus A versus stimulus B, not interested, right? Right. Um, or social work. 
Um, and, and that's, you know, a bit of a 80 hours get paid for 40. So neither of those really attracted me. Um, but the funny story in sales is I, I was in service down in Florida. So I'm, I'm putting myself through school, uh, pitching fertilizer, climbing palm trees, uh, you know, killing bugs, things like that. And, uh, it was actually earning a pretty good living for, for a college student. And I uh, had an offer to stay on as like a team lead, junior supervisor type thing. You were an exterminator? Yeah. Well, it was, it was called lawn and shrub. It was lawn and shrub. So I didn't work inside or under houses or anything. I didn't work okay. with termites or things like that. But we'd show up and we'd, you know, kill palm weevil and, you know, chinch bugs and things like that. So uh, fertilize. Um, so and we did commercial properties. So, you know, we're working on like um, you know, manufacturing plants or Amazon buildings. You know, we're doing the grass around them, the, the palm trees and such. Um, but I, I used to get filthy and sweaty and I would wear like three outfits every well, day. Humid. Florida's yeah. a humid I'm, I'm in my bucket truck. It's got like a 700 gallon water, water tank on the back. Right. I'm fighting my way through school and to come home, like disrobe, like go in the, take a shower before I went to night school. You know, it was kind of crazy there at the end, but, um, the sales guys would come in with these like pristine white shirts like all pressed and I'd run through three, three uniforms of chemical all over sweat. Smell like high How do you look so clean? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's four yeah I'm like, what do you mean? And look at the car he's driving too. Like I want that shirt in that car. So right. that really just kind of drove me into sales. And, um, you know, the, the manager at the time that I had said, um, you want to be in sales selling your current role. And so what I would do is cloverleaf the properties and I, I'd sold almost as much as, as the salespeople. And, and they were a little lazy back then. I think, I don't know if they are today, but, um, you know, they kind of just, they did a lot of golfing and, you know, schmoozing and stuff like that where I was out hustling and I, I would go next door and say, Hey, look what we're doing to this property over here. You know, you want to sign up at a discounted rate and I'd come back with a contract almost every day. That's awesome. And so I was hustling in, in addition to doing the, the, the service end of it. And so, um, I got put into sales right before I moved to, to, um, Raleigh. And that was really instrumental for me staying in sales for almost 20 years. Uh, really, the better part of twenty years and getting it up into into leadership and that's you know. going to take a lot out of your mind too because you know and and I don't I've never had a, a sales job quite like that right but what I think of sales is I think of the the cold calling you're calling people that don't want to talk to you you're you're trying to sell something that maybe you believe in it maybe you don't um, I mean your example there sounds like I mean you knew all about it so that makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's where the struggle would come. Like, I could never do sales. That's why I say. So mm-hmm. I'm glad there's people out there that do sales, uh, especially in my company that keeps the stock price going in the right direction, mm-hmm. of course. But it's just, uh, it's tough. I don't know if I could do that kind of grind. You yeah, know, I mean, but... you do it for 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, as a, as a sales, a sales guy, right? Let's just say it in short that way. I definitely couldn't do your job. Like, I just don't think I'm smart enough, right? Like, like so there's... Oh, there's a secret. Uh, so it works you, both ways. You don't have to be too smart to do right. what I do. Well, let's, <laughs> let that, let's not let that... In. This isn't going to be broadcasted. We won't get that out. Um, no, but, you know, so I had a... You know, I guess it was a drive to make more money, right? And I just went on this this quest for 18, 20 years to make more money, right? And all it was was more things, and so it was only re- really recently where I kind of had this 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 epiphany, and and you know it's not mine alone. You see it out there. It's like you start thinking about what's valuable in your life, right? Is you know I I drove a, a Mercedes Benz, uh, you know I had a truck, I had I had all the things, had the right? toys that you like. Yeah, I mean I mean making big bucks. Um, you know I remember at one point looking at the minimum NFL. Uh, salary, and I was making more than that, right? So, cool. so you know, y- y- there's some things there where you're like, yeah, I'm, I kind of feel like I should be, you know, at least near the top of the mountain, right? I'm hitting my goals, but I just didn't have fulfillment. 
right? And so there's a switch that came in my 40s to where, you know, you're, you're thinking, you know, what is the value of rich, right? And uh, that changed for me. And so it's you know, not just about the money, right? It's about the happiness, you know, yeah. family or yeah. free time or energy. Yeah. There, there's a lot of people we know that are chasing like, like, uh, the next house, right? The next car, mm. the next, the next, uh, you know, outfit, the next pair of sneakers, right? Or whatever it is. I mean, I, I chase sneakers in my teens, right? Um, you know, I didn't have a lot growing up. So when I started getting salaried, um, and plus commission, I'd hit a commission check. I'd go buy three pairs of sneakers because I only had one pair a year. That's how money up, right there. You know, so, so I chased things for a long time and it, and it wasn't until real recently that, you know, I kind of stopped and said like, like where, if I can have all of that and still feel empty, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm doing this right. And so, you know. So there were some things that happened in the background and, you know, I got divorced after 23 years and, you know, uh, you know, she's great, but you know, not, not my type. Right. And we grew apart and uh, we had a wonderful son. And, and so fast forward a little bit and, um, you know, I meet the right person. And I think that that is key, uh, obviously to personal fulfillment, right? If you, if you're, if you're going to be with somebody else, it should be the right person. And, sure. um, so, you know, definitely found that. Uh, her name is Allie, and she's my, also my business partner. And so she's very entrepreneurial-minded as well. And so, you know, okay. I, I didn't have that before. And so that that's a big win um, when you're looking to go into business. You've got to have buy-in. You know, you're doing sitting here doing a podcast, and, like, your, your better half, like, has to buy into that, right? Like, sure. like hey, honey, I'm going to turn a wing of the house into, uh, you know, this, the launch this podca- podcast. You're going to do what? No, that's a good point because <laughs> if you – if you decided so, so you decide, you know, I don't know the length, maybe say four months ago or six or whatever length of time was, you say, you know what, I'm done with sales. I'm going to, I'm going to dip my toe in this water and be an entrepreneur. I want, this is what I want to do. I'm going to start this business or invest this money slash time, whatever. Um, if you're, if your better half or other half or support system is not on board with that, well, now you're, now you're fighting that demon as well as the challenges that already come with trying to start something up, right? So to have that support, you know, and so what I've learned from, you know, just to give an example of, of podcasting is I found is I try to surround myself with others that kind of feel the same way. So um, the the first episode that we did here was with a friend of mine, Brent, and, you know, he, he does a radio show and a podcast and him and I would just talk for a couple of months, um, just kind of going back and forth on things. You know, he's he's been doing it for, you know, maybe less than a year, but the things that he would bring to the table you know, got me thinking another way and I would do the same for him. Like we just talk about things and say, Oh, look at the different avenues that we can go. Uh, and it motivated each other. So if you're, if your partner that you live with is in the same boat as you, that's awesome. Cause you come home and it's, it's not work. You know, you're at work, you're with them. You're talking about new ways to make things. That's pretty impressive. Like it's, it's, it's super cool to, you know, yeah. it's an important piece of the There's support. a synergy. You know, yeah. um, you'll hear the word flow out there. Like when you want to be with someone every minute of the day and, and you know, you're constantly driving ideas off each other. And, um, you know, her her background and expertise fits, you know, in, in our business as does mine, but they're they're not the same, you know. And so we're not driving down the same lane. Like she's got the expertise to run in you know, the fitness nutrition end, um, you know, and I'm more business minded with the nuts and bolts of the business day to day. So, um, but you know, there, there was a catalyst there. I mean, we didn't just wake up one day and say, Hey, we're going to, you said dip your toe. We, we more belly flop, um, (laughs) into the entrepreneurial pool. But, um, you know, I, I was laid off from a a major uh, global tech firm 
and they paid me really handsomely to leave. And so I, I took a couple of months off and, and then, and then dove right into the, the, the corporate pond again. Right. And I went another 15 months and, um, got laid off again. And so with severance again, right. So, so I had made, uh, higher than the, the, the average household income in, in Florida in severance alone. Wow. Let alone what I made. Like these people were paying pretty big to they're get paying, rid of you. They're paying you to leave. Yeah, yeah. So they pay you to leave. So after the second time, I mean, we're talking. We had gone through two and a half years of a pandemic. Um, you know, I, I loved being in the office with teams, and so being remote never had the same. Well, ring, you're a people ring person, right? You like having that yeah. you know. FaceTime. You know, that yeah. it's that whole. Uh, I have a fascination with uh, the human mind and how it works, and connecting with people, and you just on zoom calls from the shoulders up just that you know never did it for me and so i I was just kind of in this this decline in in um you know burnout really i mean you hear a lot about it yeah um you don't meet your team members right Uh, because you you know the the big wigs aren't flying you to to go have these team meetings to meet every new hire and so you don't go into an office and while you're thankful to not do the the commute Right. That's pretty cool. And you wear what you want and slap a quarter zip on before your meeting or whatever. There's cool things associated with remote work for me being a, a sales leader because I'd come up through the ranks, um, you know, made it made it to director level and had had counts as high as 50. Um, but I love to look my people in the eye every day. Yeah. And no, I was going to battle with some people who really cared about the team and the mission. And, and I lost that through the pandemic. So. So I was on a decline and really headed towards, you know, corporate burnout anyway. And so when the second layoff came, I was sitting on a little bit of cash. I wasn't rich, but it was like, do I want to go back into that or is now the time? And uh, really, there were a lot of forces that just led me to go, you know what, it'll it'll never be a better time than right now. And so um, Allie and I opened up, a, a you know, a multi-member LLC and um, we had a, a known business model and some mentors that that could guide us. Um, so we put a lease on a on a storefront and uh, decided to open our first nutrition club, and we'll probably do six to ten of them. I mean, I'd do thirty of them if I could. If you could, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so we uh, will have launched the the first one, and and we're going to run a fitness uh, training uh, end of the business too. So people will come in and they'll get you know nutritional supplements, those types of things, and um, you know get healthier alternatives to. You know um, the big the big coffee joints, and you know we'll get this tea I've got sitting here is 200 milligrams of caffeine. Um, this is keep you going half but a, the day. But a healthier caffeine, yeah, right? Heck yeah. yeah, it's got B6, 12, vitamin C in it. Nice. Um, you know, it keeps me going and feeling great all day long. So that's just one of the things that we offer. So we're off and running, Mark. Good, good. You know. So let me ask you though. So when you when you say there's a you know a, a sign or, or what, right? So I'm. This is my thoughts on that, right? So it's not like you're driving down the street one day and you see a billboard that suddenly says, "Hey, do do your own thing." So th- I mean, this is a this is an itch you've had that needed scratching for a while, mm-hmm. but to a degree it was kind of repressed a little bit. So someone came along, you know, be it the the second layoff or you know, Ali probably helped us along, you know, and suddenly you open that jar of pickles now. So mm-hmm. now you're like, hey, you know what? This is what I'm going to do, and you like it's. You made the choice. Say, so let's just let's just go for it and do it. And I think that's awesome, and I think a lot of people don't don't take those kind of risks. I mean, they're because they're exactly that. They're risky. You know, if you don't have a safety net or in the right system, sometimes that's not easy to do. So, 
you know, I applaud you for, for putting this forward. I think that's awesome. Uh, especially with, uh, like the challenges that come with like a retail store, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. you got retail space because I think that actually is a higher level of difficulty, you know, than, you know, I don't know, say you want to start a tax business and you're like, Oh, I'll just do it out of my house, you know, mm-hmm. but like you said, you don't want to work out of your house. You need people, you need interaction, whether that's employees, customers, like, and you're going to be in the thick of it because that's exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be careful yeah. what you wish yeah, for. Yeah, a hundred of those a day. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I'm, I, I just, I love to see people do that because, you know, while I've, I've done a little bit of it, um, I've certainly not, I got my toe in it. I don't have, I didn't belly flop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um Maybe maybe at some point I'll, I'll I'll get up to my knees. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> no, you'll be you'll be fine. I think, you know, it, it's important to to tell people that, you know, I, I think it's important for them to know that like you should always follow what you're passionate about. And I've always been real big about that. You know, I, I go hard in the paint. Like, I don't do anything halfway. I I don't. You know, if 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 there's something that has half an interest to it, I, I usually drop it. But my passion was leadership and building big teams and and um you know sure the the notoriety of doing big things in corporate um it just changed for me right and, and it's still the nature of people and i'm still building a team you know i've got a team that works in in the clubs and um and for the business and and so that's that's not much different i mean it's mostly you know teenagers versus you know corporate um you know, salespeople. So it's still, there's, there's some similarities there, but, but it changed a little bit in terms of, I wanted to do my own thing, uh, versus do it for, um, a a VP or C levels. And, and I just want people to know that like, that's okay. Like your passion doesn't have to be that passion your entire life. Right. Like it's never too late. One of the, one of the guys I follow is Gary V out of of New York city, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. And he's saying that like, you know, you're, you're still a rookie in your forties, right? Like, he made a big switch, I think, um, probably in his in his late thirties. He worked for his parents' liquor store and turned it from a million dollars to a ten million dollar to a fifty million dollar business. So, you know, and that that was later. Well, that's right? easy. Everybody loves to drink. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. That's right. I mean, you um, just give him a challenge next time. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> There's an ABC in every town here in North Carolina, but right. but um, but yeah, it can it can switch, and I think for me it did. There's a lot of things that resonate, you know, similarly, but for me. Um, I wanted to be in person. I wanted to be in the community. So we stay involved with the community. We do community efforts. We, we open, you know, our plan is to open clubs in small towns. Like I don't want to be in the middle of Briar Creek Parkway, no offense, but um, I want to be where we can, we can resonate in small communities, make a difference in uh, the nutrition and fitness of those folks. And, you know, it, it's always awesome to greet them when they come in the club. So can I, um, can I ask you then? So, um, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing. Is it Ohana Nutrition? Yeah, is Ohana. That okay. Yep. So we get Ohana Nutrition. Um, so what? Tell me about what these going to be because I know that yeah. you know, as you, like I said, I know you're making the the, the caffeine drinks here. Yeah. So what what else? What can I expect when I walk into yeah. an Ohana? So so to kind of draw back a little bit, the LLC is High High Tide Ventures, which you probably won't see that forward facing very much. But okay. um, and you know uh, the the premise there was I think it was a Kennedy quote, but um, you know High Tide rises all ships, right? Um, was was a quote that I love. So High Tide Ventures was sort of the umbrella LLC, and we were originally going to call the club's Good Vibes Nutrition. Okay, um, you know, just kind of go with that good vibe, like kind of beachy island theme. Well, you instantly think yeah. of that, right? Yeah, you say Good Vibes. Well, I found right? another one that was like a hundred miles away, so I was like, eh, we can't do that. Like they're gonna they're gonna not 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 be a big fan of that. So 
Um, so we put it out to the local community, actually. We knew um, some people were embedded in, in uh, Princeton, North Carolina, where, where, where the first club is. And we said, what do you think? Like, we basically polled them. And one of them came back with Ohana, which is a, a Hawaiian name that means family. And hmm. it didn't come from a Hawaiian person. They said, hey, our football team uses it. It's used in our high school. Like, you're going to be in Princeton. It's a small town. Like, what do you fits, think of that? It fits, right. And I was like, gosh. And there it was. So, so there it was. And, and it's an Ohana, Ohana Nutrition Club. Um, we're, we're also launching uh, Ohana Fitness Training. Um, there is uh, live, but not its sort of seed uh, level, uh, Ohana Consulting. Um, and I joke around because I'm I'm extremely futuristic. You know, my kryptonite is is probably right in front of me, yeah. and I'm thinking out. You know, two, three, five years, and I'm like, we could do we could do Ohana uh, window cleaning, we could do Ohana uh, mobile <laughs> detailing. You know, and and my fiance is like, all right, let's just let's just do a few things really well. Yeah, land know? the plane. Dude, we just, don't want to be the jack yeah. of all trades. You know, master of none. So um, so yeah. So there'll, there'll be a lot of ohana branded stuff um certainly five six clubs like i said i would have 30 if we could but so what's 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 this princeton club going to be so you're going to have the the drinks is the fitness going to be at the same place yeah well we've got a spot in the back um you know i was traditionally uh an athlete um uh, soccer was my sport but i played lacrosse um snow skied water skied um just stayed very active uh but I, i really got into functional fitness uh aka crossfit we don't use that name because they'll sue you they want you they want the big bucks for the licensing yep um but but functional fitness just keeping people moving doing things fast running um you know weights it's just a combination of all confuse your body a little bit. yeah yeah and Allie was big into that before um i met her but she's also an insane runner um so she got me more into running so we're gonna do a run club out of there and we'll just leave out the back door and run around princeton for three miles um so we'll we'll do we'll do ohana run club right and we won't charge anything for that she's a bunch of people getting together that'll run so Getting the community more active, um, but yeah, we've got some space in the back where she'll do some personal training clients, and um, we'll utilize that space for for more fitness. Um, and she'll do some nutritional coaching, um, so we'll have you know sort of a recurring revenue model there. Um, but then people walk in the front door, and, and which is the main attraction, is mainly teas and shakes. I mean, we do protein balls, cake pops, you know, that are healthy. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I'm holding is a is a 200 milligram caffeine tea. Um, it's you know, there's a there's 50 different you know drinks that you can get flavors. This is a sweet Caroline. For so example. where did you get all the recipes for these? That these you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's a known business model. So I think when you're opening up a, a nutrition club, the, one of the decisions you need to make um, is what, what's the base of products that you're going to use. So there's, there's a hundred, hundreds of them out there. Um, you, you can go into Walmart and buy your nutritional products and make shakes and teas, right? Okay. Um, you can do Thrive. Some people have heard of Thrive. Um, we, we happen to choose Herbalife as our base of products. Uh, because they're they've been around since the 80s and yeah. the main thing is they they really let us be autonomous within the club so they don't have a lot of rules like i mean they have rules i shouldn't say that herbal life if they're listening but um but but they allow you to open up clubs and and they allow you to to have creativity within the drinks and 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 the shakes Good. um and so shakes are more like um meal replacement or if someone you know wants to gain weight it would be an additional shake um, you know, Add someone some needs to lose a lot of weight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got you've got all your um, macros accounted for in the shakes, and um, you know, in, in the shakes also have your micronutrients. So you know, instead of 
stopping at McDonald's or any other big box, um, you know, uh, grease house as I call them. No offense, but yeah, no, um, no, you no can offense get, taken. Yeah, you can get a shake and get all all your micronutrients in that shake, and you could call it like mint chip is my favorite. Okay, um, it's like a mint chip, mint, mint chocolate it's, chip ice cream shake. I'll say, so is it actually yeah. ice cream? Like a yeah. different? Okay. Yeah. Well, well, we blend it. We blend it up, so it's ice, right? right? Okay. Um, so, but you know, there are clubs, and we'll get to this to do like the acai bowls. Um, you know, so there's there's fresh ingredients in there. Um, like I said, uh, protein balls, cake pops. So we're, we're really just trying to give people good tasting things that are healthier. Um, so why? Um, I mean, I know what you talked about the with the with the brick and mortar location and having the room in the back. Mm-hmm. Do you guys give any thought before that to maybe doing like a food truck that does that to, to start? I don't yeah. want to say cheaper because I really don't know the different price differences, but you know, I would think that'd be a way to get, get your name out there. Yeah. before you, you, said, land. you have to make sure that the, the products that you're using, like, um, you know, for ours, we have specific rules. Like if we wanted to, our dream is to our last club actually be inside of a, um, of a functional fitness club. Right, okay. like a huge warehouse type space. Um, you know, we have pull-up bars and Olympic Olympic um, lifting, and you know, ropes and all the big tires to flip over and all of that. But it has to be partitioned within, so you have to just make sure that um, it's okay with the nutritional supplements that you're using. Right, they may have their specific rules, I but I love it. I know a guy's trying to open a gym and they want to. Ohana food truck. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really cool, man. Yeah. Um, uh, so that uh, so by the time we air this, uh, you'll have been open. Your grand opening yeah. is coming up. Uh, yeah, we're know, already next week as of t- after today. Yeah, but it'll be uh, the twenty fifth, so we'll be open, and uh, and I may twenty uh, fifth of March. Bit, just so we're clear. Yeah, twenty fifth of March. <laughs> uh, so if you if you were to see me uh, once this airs, I might be a little crazier and have a little more gray hair than I have now. But maybe, we're, maybe. But we're already looking at real estate for location two. And, um, you know, it'll be another small town. We're not quite sure which one, but it'll be outside of Raleigh. Um, and then we want to kind of stretch them to the coast. So if you're in the mid-Atlantic. And you'll do the same type of research, right? You go into that town, yeah. kind of get a feel for what they're looking like yeah, there. Yeah, you got it. You got it. It's, uh, you know, the main markers for us is uh, we like to be in a small town where obviously there isn't a club um, that has a high school and or college. Maybe they have a hospital. Um, the teachers are, are good target clientele, um, target customers, uh, certainly the students, the students will be where we make most of our money. Okay. Um, and then, um, gyms, you know, so right now in this small town, we have a gym two doors down. We can see the peak of the high school from our front door. Okay. So they could literally walk over It's a block and a half. Right. And then, um, things like there's a dance studio that they'll have 80 to a hundred, uh, uh, young ladies, uh, involved in dance. And so their moms are all toting teas around. Right. So, well, it's better than the Starbucks, right? That's right. You know what I mean? Probably I, I can guess maybe cheaper as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and we've got good friends that are um, private coffee shop owners and the coffee's great, uh, down in, down in that town. Um, so we don't compete with with coffee a lot, but um, and even I'm buying from them, right? Right. And they buy from us. So, um, but it's just like uh, you're finding that niche. Like, there's not a Starbucks within 20 miles, right? So, you know, these small towns are the great opportunities uh, to really be found. And you can do a lot of different types of businesses. You don't have to do a nutrition club there. Like, you could open up a there's a there's a thriving salon there, 
you know, a young lady's got a salon. There's um, a lady that does uh, kind of like secondhand clothing. You know what I mean? Like things will thrive there as long as you have those components. So yeah, well, we're just doing be that careful because it's only a matter of time before they start knocking down farms and forests and building up. Oh yeah. And yeah, I mean it's it's spreading. Like yeah. we talk about Raleigh getting bigger, and you yeah. look at the surrounding towns, it's it's ridiculous. I told you we go we go. Allie and I go out for uh, we've got a pretty familiar f- uh, four four mile loop that we'll run out in the country. And we, we go down about a tenth of a mile, take a right, and we can touch the cows. And they are huge black cows. Nice. And they, they can be really loud at night, which is nice. I don't, I don't mean loud in a negative sense, but, um, but yeah, we can, we're right there in the thick of the country. And um, Do cows make noise at night? I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, just you can hear them. Like a moo-moo here and a moo-moo there. Yeah, like a moo-moo. Yeah, a big <laughs> okay. long one. They'll make some different noises, too. Everyone, you know, equates the, the moo with the cow. But they make different noises, too, so... Um, roosters in the morning, you know, um, you know, you just, you'll hear the occasional big truck come by. Sure. But, um, for the most part you get big sky, you get great sunrise, sunset. So, you know, the country's where I want to be. And, you know, I, I, I moved here where we're sitting, uh, back in 06 and, and I don't know if any, any of this was here. Um, probably not. So, uh, it, not. it was a little bit like that back then. I think they had the Walmart. That was about it. But, um, yeah, well, you'll find us in the country and, um, we like to run out there and, and just run amongst the horses, the cows. and You know, it's funny you say that because we, um, the wife and I have talked about if we were to move somewhere. I mean, we've been in this house for, you know, since 06, right? But we're like, oh, if we moved, like, could we get a bigger house with the same amount of money? But then I like being close to, you know, some of the conveniences that mm-hmm. are around here. I mean, mainly work, right? So she works, I work. So we have mm-hmm. a location to go to. So, you know, I prefer to keep my commute to a minimum. But um, we're... I feel like every year that that meter ticks a little further in that direction to say, well, when can we, when can we do something where maybe we don't have to commute as much? You know, if I was able to get a job, work from home, or you never know what this podcast would be in a couple of years. So mm-hmm. here's hoping, right? But mm-hmm. I could be like Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, I get the Joe Rogan level. Uh, I'll live anywhere I want to. Right? I mean, don't don't look at don't look at that <laughs> target. Set your sights high, Mark. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool that you were able to move over to the country and just kind of. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. I mean you, yeah. yeah. We got a spot um, down on the coast, and it sits on a golf course, and it's a nice, pretty spot too. It's got right right near some water hazards, and so you'll occasionally hear some you know sixty year olds swearing at their golf ball there. But <laughs> but otherwise, it's it's just a lot of wildlife, and um, you know. But it's all what you're into. I mean, I I grew up three hours from New York City, and and uh, you know at one point I thought you know. I don't need a car. I'll just move to the city, you know? So at one point in my life, I was a teenager, but that was attractive to me. So it just, it, it all matters really. Um, you know, I, I just tell people you get one shot on earth, right? Like, what do you want that to be? And I think the, the biggest thing, and you've seen me, you know, probably write some content around this is like, you have to give yourself time to, to dream, you know, dream the exact life you want, like what, even down to what you want on the walls. Like, what do you want to see when you look out your windows? Right. What do you what do you you know? And, and for us, it was it was country. Um, you know, I don't think you'll find us in the city. It doesn't make it right. It's just just what we what we dreamt up. Yeah. You know, we wanted to go in, get a hard workout in. We do functional fitness so you can get your butt kicked in 15 minutes. Right, and then open up a store and smile at people and That's make my their kind day. of workout. Fifteen minutes and done. Yeah, fifteen minutes. You're down on the floor, like not sure if you're going to be able to get up in the next few minutes. But we got to open a club, right? So, um, and we have our first uh, folks come in and open it up. Our employees and um, and you know we're we're 
having great conversation with locals in the small town. Yeah. And it's just uh, the most wonderful feeling. And, and that's rich to me is the point, right? Like the conversations with the locals, um, getting them in, a, in the proper mindset before they go to school, for example, or go to work at the hospital or make the commute to Raleigh, right? Um, that's rich to me today. And, and, uh, but once upon a time, it wasn't, it was, it was well, what, what karma to get. At the you beginning, you like, you know, what, what is rich to you? And yeah, you know, 20 years ago, it's, it's chasing that dollar bill, yeah. you know, trying to get the next yeah, and toy. I'm talking to a lot of people and I'm, I'm, we made that belly flop and into doing our own thing. And there's a lot of people, there's so many people, especially since the pandemic. Cause I think some, a lot of businesses struggled, you know, there was, yeah. a, there's been a lot of layoffs and. And we don't need to belabor that point, but there's a lot of people out there that either don't feel safe, um, or you know, at worst, um, in in their current role, or at best, they're just not happy, right? And and that's where I was in both camps. Like I, I was to a spot now where, you know, we were having layoffs and I was surviving them, and then I didn't, right? And mm-hmm. so you know, coming to work, there was a lot of. I, I remember anxiety building up on, on Sunday nights heading into the work week, you know. And, um, you know, my life was kind of contingent on, do we get the big sale to hit the quota? Right. Like, and so you kind of stop and pause and go, this isn't what I dreamt up. You know, this isn't what I dreamt up. And if it, and, and, you know, it's not, it's not to throw shade at anybody else's dream, dream your dream. That's what I'm telling you. Like, don't, don't dream my dream. Right. Yep. Dream your dream and then go get it. And that's all we've done here. And that's, that's, that's just as, as plain and simple of as we sat down, we dream, we, we had a dream. And we're following it. That's the way to do it. Um, you know, because you, you wake up one day and it's 10 years later. And you're like, oh, I'll do it next year. You know, pretty soon I want to make this move. And then, like I said, 10 years goes by. You you know, kids grow up. You, you're focused on whatever they're doing. And then you forget about what's important to you. So I think uh, that's awesome. I think having dreams and also goals I think is important too. If you can try to set a parameter to what you want. But I think what a lot of people run into is they don't have the – the resolve, if you will, to kind of make that move, you know, because you, because if you're in a cushy job, you get a cushy desk job or a sales job or whatever it is, and you've gotten accustomed to the lifestyle of the paycheck that you receive, mm-hmm. you know, and even if it's not paycheck to paycheck necessarily, maybe you, you got a good savings, but you're like, oh, I don't, I don't need to do that, you know, so it's, it, I think it takes a certain, it takes a certain, you know, mindset to be able to just kind of step out of there and do that. And I think that's awesome. So if anyone's trying to do that, you know, this, it's kind of one of the points of uh, a lot of these episodes I want to put on this podcast too, is just to let people know, Hey, other people are going through this. Other people have done it. So if someone is kind of teetering on something and maybe it's like, Hey, well, this guy did it. And this other person over here did it, you know, and you want to, if you can surround yourself with people that kind of share the same mindsets as you, you know, at least how you, maybe how you want to be, you know, that's one of those yeah. steps. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were we were fortunate to turn severance into business investment. Right. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't that aren't that fortunate. But I, but I'll still say, if like entrepreneurship is 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 something that you want to get into, um, there's a lot of businesses you can start. You know, just what I say is 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 on the cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always say though, you know, if you're in your day job and you have that dream, right, and maybe you can't make the move today do one small thing every day that points you in that direction. Is that putting a hundred dollars a week away or is it non non monetary, right? Is it putting out a piece of content, uh, once or twice a week, like starting to be a, a, a SME, as we say, the subject matter expert, right? Yeah. So start to take those steps towards that business and build your equity. 
and maybe you can't belly flop like I did. Maybe you have to dip your, your toe in the pool, right? And that's fine. But it, m- making no progress and having a goal, those two things don't match. You know, it's a, g- a good example. I've got a, a 17-year-old son. He'll be 18. And when he was younger, he was lights out as a basketball player. Now, um, if you if you look at me, Mark, I'm a little bit vertically challenged, right? So uh, he he carried my genes and stopped at about 5'10". And so there's not a lot of 5'10". You know, your, your chances are, are less that you're going to be a pro basketball player at 5'10", right? So... Um, but he used to always say, Nope, I want to be an NBA player. Nope. I want to be an NBA player. And, you know, so he had this goal, but he wasn't living with a basketball in his hand. Right. And, and there were other people around in his high school, in his town, in his, in his County that every time you saw those kids, they had a basketball in their hand, whether they were at a, a court or not. Right. So I always have, have the, the, the talk with him that, you know, your goals have to match your actions. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, a goal that sits there and collects dust um, it is not real well spent. So take the time and dream. Um, and then I think, uh, goal setting is, is super. Like if you can come out of that and set goals, man, that, that gets me fired up because I'm a big goal guy. Um, but before that you have to have the men- the mentality, like you have to, you have to, um, you have to be mentally training too. Like there's a lot of people who set a goal, but they're in no way, shape or form mentally ready to, to, to go after and, and drive after that goal. Right. So I think that there's some things that, and we probably could do a whole other episode on mentality. And, and again, psych major here, like fascinated <laughs> with the human mind, right? But I think it's important that um, whether you're a sales rep or um, you're starting your own retail business or you know whatever it is, you've got to make sure that um, you know that you wake up in the morning and uh, you want to grind every day. Um, you know. I point people back to a quick example is uh, the the book Mamba Mentality by Kobe Bryant. I wasn't yeah. a huge Kobe Bryant fan per se, um, but he he would go into these opposing gyms and he would be in there first before anybody else, right? In somebody else's gym, and he would leave after them. And finally, one of these one of these competitors comes up to him and says, "Why why do you do that, man? You're already the greatest, right, of your generation." Uh, you don't need to be in here before. And, and he said... You just um, answered the question with the question. Yeah, and he said something very, very profound. Was, and, and don't quote me on this, but it was somewhere along the lines of, because I have to figure my competitors are doing it. So, like, here he was in this mindset that everyone else was doing what he was doing, even though he wasn't. So, um, you know, our, our mentality, just in nutrition clubs or, or going into small towns and, and trying to resonate is is to do it in the best way. Like, we don't just want to open it. Right. We want we want to we want to be the best um, and so that we can really help people in an area. And uh, if you've walked around in the south, like they don't they don't teach a lot of people nutrition here. Right. So <laughs> right. it's a great opportunity to, to help young folks uh, so they can get it before they get older. So it's given back. You know? I, well, I love the industry because, you know, when when I was saying at the top of the show, too, about if you're selling something you don't believe in, it's hard. Right. So you're starting a business that clearly you believe in with with all mm-hmm. your all your heart and passion so that that's going to help you succeed in that field because you, i mean you're you're walking the walk you know you're uh uh what did you say but you're someplace like you're you're living the life what your what your dream yeah. is like you're doing it right so you're not saying hey go in the back and go work out like you're saying come with me let's yeah. get this workout in real quick yeah. like you we're know? here come on down yeah you know we're we're sweating here uh we're sweating in the back here but yeah it's it, it, you know mentality is something that uh, you need to train for as well, and um, you know that's that's sometimes as tough as the actions, right? The the mental game. Um, so, 
you know, a lot of it was, you know, for me, I, I set goals very finely. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm a coach and a mentor. I mentor young professionals. Uh, I, I mentor, you know, managers that are still in the, in the corporate game. Um, you know, I give them my time and we talk a lot about, uh, mentality, right? Because it's hard to go in there and grind no matter what you're doing, yeah. right? To be in that flow and grind daily. Um, so you have to spend a lot of time there, um, and really make, make sure you're sharp. And, and we're kind of backing this thing up, Mark, but you know, then it gets into sleep and it gets into, you know, micronutrients and things like that, 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 that feed you. Right. And we could go on and on and on. But the point is, is if, it, you know, our game today, we dreamt up that we wanted to put joggers and quarter zips on, um, and, and get active with the community and help with their mentality so that, um, they were better suited, um, you know, for, for not just what they put in their body, but, but how they move around. And then, so they could be healthier and live longer. And, you know, if that could be the legacy we live, leave on a, um, a small town that, that would be really profound to us. I think that's well said, man. <clears throat> so you got, so we got the Ohana nutrition, we got the fitness going on in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys also offer, uh, was it consulting for, different levels of things. Yeah, my, most of my career has been SMB, so, and we're in small towns, so, you know, if we, uh, you know, and, and I like to help people. My, my fiance is always like, you got to charge for that. You got to charge for that, you know? So I do, I do a lot of stuff for free, but um, I'm really into customer experience too. So yeah. I just came from that world and, you know, the, the job where we met was very consumer, uh, you know, B to C, you know, very consumer minded and, and taking consumer insights and, um, you know, giving them back to, to other teams so that they could understand the consumer they were targeting. But, um, you know, we had the store project there, but like, wh- what do people feel when they walk into your place? Right. So we do a lot of consulting on that. So, so yeah, we've got the nutrition club, we've got fitness training, we've got the run club, we've got consulting. So a lot of things going on and, and, um, it's just following dreams, but we, you know, we had to set that time aside, you know? Well, when you schedule your first, um, you know, 5K Ohana sponsored mm-hmm. 5K run or whatnot. Um, I'm in. I'm in for that. Um, I go to uh, OTF uh, Orange State. I've been going there for a bunch of years. Nice. I took the last. I'm gonna say six months or so off. I was getting a little burnt out. Yeah. Um, so I just joined back up and trying to get back rolling into it again. But that's one, fantastic. One thing I always enjoyed was I. I did always enjoy running. Like, and it. it it's weird to say that because it was. Oh, I hate running. I, I hate the thought of running, but once I'm doing it, I love how I feel when I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So as long as my knees hold up, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, you know, I, I feel good when I'm able to run, you yeah. know, when I'm just having that, you know, whether it's the stamina or like less fatigue, climbing stairs when I'm done, you know, everything that goes with it. Right. So, yeah. so I'm looking forward to that. Um, my nine year old is actually in a, uh, like a, a run club or it's a girl nice. on the run or something. So when she signed up, she came in and she was, you know, after a couple of months, we have to run a 5k and I need an adult to come with me. And she's like, that's you. <laughs> so, so now I have a target in mind where now she I have to be able, yeah. So nice. So that's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Like she, she I motivated she me. You. Like Allie's youngest is nine and I get sold all day by a nine year old. So oh, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whatever you want, baby, no problem. I'm acting all hard over here, but yeah, I fold. I oh, fold easy. <laughs> right. Melt, melt like ice cream. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And I get, I give, you know, Allie, a lot of what she will do with, um, you know, f- uh, fitness clients is, you know, and this is kind of a trademark term, but couch to 5k, right? Like yeah. getting people moving. So I give her a lot of credit to, to get me out there. I mean, I could sit here and say I'm a runner all day long, but I wouldn't be if it wasn't for her. And, 
you know, we just ran a, a 15K in, in North Myrtle Beach. Wow, that's impressive. Um, you know, 9.2 or 9.3, something around there. And at 45, like, you know what I mean? I just wanted to be fit. And even even that changed. So I mentioned, like, you know, wanting to at one time live in the city, right, and live that city life. And now, now we're completely country. Like, you couldn't catch me living in there for any amount of money in the world. And I mean that. Like, they could say, I will pay you $3 million a year, but you got to live in, in some, you know, name that major city. Um, and I, and I wouldn't do it. I honestly would not do it. Um, but you know, to, to be out there and be fit. So at one time I wanted to be, you know, bigger than a, 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 you know, a brick house, right. I wanted to be huge and muscle bound and all that. And, uh, when you start to really get into some of the functional fitness, it's hard to move that much weight around. Right. Nor, nor is, is it where your body wants to be? Your body's got a set point theory, and you probably see like no matter how much protein and all that you consume and you lift and all that, if you stop, your body's going to go back to one spot, right? And so I I wanted to be fit within that spot, right? And so uh, probably fitter than I've than I've ever been, and, and I do have to give credit to, to to my better half as we often often do. Um, she's the one that uh, gets out of bed in the morning and then drags me out, coaxing me with coffee. Hey, I got your coffee here. Yeah, you know, let's go. Dragging the... it away as I'm <laughs> reaching for it, and the nice. next thing you know, we're we're at the gym. So, well, that's the good thing. Uh, same thing, right? So the support system goes everywhere. So, so my wife does this as well. Like we've been, she actually signed up to Orange Theory first years ago, and she dragged me in there, and I was like, oh, what is this? You know, yeah, you know, fluffy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to lift weights. You know, yeah. that's what I do. And I get in there, and you know, it's just it's like the uh, not CrossFit, but like the. Uh, like the circuit training kind yep. of things, you get different stations. It's keeping you in and, the in the orange, right? Yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty much in that in that certain zone where yep. where you can yep. get the most benefit from it. Yeah, I love the I love the uh, premise there. It's real good. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it can be a little pricey, but when you think about you know what, what price you're going to put on your on your health, you know what I mean. So um, so if I if I had to look and total up everything I've spent on them over the years, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but you know, but yeah. but it's quite a bit of money, but it's worth it because you can't. You can't put a price on how you feel and how much healthy you are. And I'll be honest, uh, I, I mentioned I didn't go for like six months or so. And about a month ago, like I, I got sick for the first time in, you know, what felt like a couple of years, you know, and I know it probably has nothing to do with. Coincidence, my, Mark? But that's what I say. You know, I'm saying, hey, if my body was in better physical shape, I wouldn't have got sick. And there's probably no medical reason to back that up, but I'm ignorant and I'm going with it. Yeah. So, yeah. No, you see a lot of people out and about that probably your same age and they they just can't do things and um you know our main motivation is to reach as many people as we can to avoid that right like we shouldn't be climbing stairs huffing and puffing right like like there's no that's a pretty basic like like if you think about i think i saw something recently where in in our hunter gathering um uh days right um, maybe this is more for males than females, but it's all relevant, right? Because the males mostly did hunting and gathering back then. Um, it would be anywhere from uh, thirteen to 15,000 steps in a day. And I think that the average um, adult probably, I think I saw was between three and 4,000 steps. I was going to guess day. five, but yeah, that, yeah. depending on so, your job. So, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're very, now we're in more remote work. We're sitting in chairs. We're on Zoom sittings and new smoking, you know, we've heard all the stuff, um, you know, so our, our, our big thing is, and, and look, we get to get fit along with the community, right? So, so we're winning there too, but, um, it's insanely important to us, uh, to, to reach people because we don't believe they're being taught 
uh, good nutrition and fitness. And um, so if we can give them that in the community. Now, what we get extra in that, in all of that are the smiles, right? We get, <laughs> Those we get, smiles are we free. get the good conversation. We get, uh, you know, people telling us that, that this is, that this is great and, you know, they love us and they're glad that we're there and all of those things. So that's, that's super cool. But ultimately, um, we're out here earning a living on something that we're passionate about, which was just, you know, your average hobby. You get up, you go to the gym a few times a week, you know, you enjoy it, you feel better. You know, we just managed to turn that into a business. Well, now you get to hang out there all day and just yeah. talk to people. And I make the playlists, you know, so I, we listen to music all day and, and, um, you know, it's just a really cool vibe, man. You know, we built it. We got gunmetal stools in there, and you know what I mean. It's just, it's just a cool vibe, and and you know, high schoolers hang out and bring their laptops, and you know, we just, we just vibe with them, and um, you know, we're we're able to be a, a positive influence um, on their life. And, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I like it. That's good stuff. Cool, man. Well, listen, I really appreciate you coming by today. Um, like I said, it was good catching up blast. with you. Blast, yeah. You know? Um, we got to do it again. Uh, definitely. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to check in with you maybe in a in a few months or whatnot and see see where the business is going. See when we can expect the the second or third or whatever yeah. level you're at. Oh yeah. Um, and like I said, if there's a if there's a run coming up, um, I don't know that I want I can drive out there to just run three miles. I don't know if I want to do that just you know on a whim, but yeah. maybe we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I definitely. Um, I definitely want to have some sort of target to do that. And uh, there's a couple five K's down there. Um, I believe end of the year. And then I, I think they straddle the new year. Uh, one's through uh, the Princeton fire department and the other one's through the, the local coffee house there. And we hope we're hoping to, to co-sponsor and hope to, to grow those to maybe 10 K's and beyond. Okay. Um, so I'll keep in touch with you and, and uh, yeah, don't come down for a random run club, but certainly come down for an organized race and, for sure. Um, you know, we'll make sure that you get you get one of those cool T-shirts, and and we'll be one of the sponsors on the back. But. We've done a couple five Ks. We've done um, the one, I think I've done a couple of color runs. Yeah. Um, so those, those are, are those are different, yeah. right? Um, but at the time I did, it's been a couple of years, right? But I wanted to have a, a time in mind. Like so, me, like just being a dude, <laughs> I'm like competitive, yeah. right? So I'm running with my my cousin, and he uh, we're running together. He's he's in good shape too, so he he beat me. I'll, I'll yeah. admit to that. But you just yeah, it's it's exciting. Like you don't know if you run inside and you run on a treadmill. Like I'm, I can see my my speed. I see everything. And then you go outside and you're running, and it's a whole different animal. Oh yeah, because you don't know how fast you're going, how slow you're going. You just you just gotta go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm fortunate. Uh, you know, my fiance is a bit of my run coach too. Uh, so I figured out how how you know I was a sprinter. I did I did sports where you sprint and then you you know kind of jog back and yeah, stop. yeah soccer lacrosse things like that but um you know it was amazing how wrong i was doing running um so you know there's a lot of a lot of ways that you can be coached and you'll just kind of naturally trim down time but i mean we generally don't run uh for specific time we have a target pace that that we want to run sure um but yeah we're, we're signed up for a couple we're going to do a, a, a half marathon in wilmington uh, later in the year um and so we've we've got some good things cooking and and hopefully we'll create our own race down there too um, but yeah it'll be cool to check in we'll we'll be uh at least on store uh you know nutrition club too um you know and we'll update you on the fitness end of the business and 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 let you know how it's going but just want to tell you i appreciate it and this cool sticker i get to keep this 
The chores. Oh my gosh! Yep. Just, I'm gonna blast yep. we'll this get... on the back of the car before I leave. That's the first of, of some swag that I'm trying to put together. Let's go. Right? Let's go. I love I love swag. Man. Of course. So uh, I'm gonna have all your information uh, in the show notes. Yep. So if anyone wants to check out what you yep. guys got going on, I know you got pictures up there. Of yeah, you can the watch the, from... the build out of the the first club and and our launch. And um, like I said, by the time it it airs, we'll have launched the first club right now. Um, you know, we're we're busy doing a countdown and and you know our marketing plan and. You know, plug and blenders in and you know a bunch of bunch of stuff that we need to be doing now but by the time it airs we'll be in full swing that's awesome that's awesome cool man well thanks again and uh thanks everyone for checking in the casual nonsense and uh we'll hope to see you next time thanks